and balance. Beautiful stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Work back Magnesium is naturally found in foods like. This is the Well and Good podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy back-to-school season. I assume that many of you listening are in the same boat as me. Summer is winding down, that nostalgic sense of back-to-school energy is in the air, but in reality, very little about your day-to-day routine is actually about to change. But you still have that urge to organize your proverbial binder and get your shit together. I'm Ella Dove, Senior Director of Creative Development here at Well & Good, and on today's episode, we're talking about how you can harness that back-to-school energy in your career, whether you're looking to make a big jump, a small change, or just refocus, even though you might not be buying a new backpack. My favorite back-to-school memory, I just loved, like, going, this is so basic, but I really, I loved like going to Staples and getting like pretty colored pens. I like I just loved like the beautiful like gel pens. Yeah. Oh, and the, and stickers too, like the Lisa Frank stickers, those gel stickers, like, oh, the good old days. My name is Jillian Williams. I am the president and one of the founders of Monday Talent. We are a recruitment agency rooted in the marketing, communications, and creative spaces with a uh, really a deep, deep commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. One of the main reasons why my partners and I founded our own firm was we wanted to build a recruitment company that was really being intentional and thoughtful and strategic when it came to making diverse hires, when it came to increasing diversity in the industries that we recruit in, particularly from a racial and ethnicity standpoint, but also from an age standpoint, from an experience standpoint, from a location standpoint, even from a ability standpoint or physical learning. So that's a a really big part of of Monday and and what we do. So as a recruiter, describe your kind of like special insight into the world (laughs) of careers. I think as a recruiter, day in and day out, we're speaking to, to people looking for a job. We're speaking to people who are looking to change jobs, people who are still happy in their role, but are taking our call for some reason, which probably means ultimately that they actually aren't as happy as they think they are. We really get in in, uh, such a a lens into what people are thinking, what their motivations are, what what drives them to particular opportunities, what, you know, they want to stay away from when they're looking for a new job. And then same thing from that perspective of the companies that are hiring, we get just excellent insight into what they're looking for from a candidate perspective, 
what, what are good selling points and also, you know, what are big red flags. Yeah. And so we just have such a unique view into all things job related from both the job seeker perspective and the hiring company perspective. So from that POV, as we leave summer, what is the job market looking like right now? It's a, it's a really interesting time right now for the job market. Not only, as we were saying, are we leaving summer and entering into fall, but also the current state of, of the economy is, is very uncertain. And I think that impacts the job market. We're seeing a lot of extended timelines for recruitment processes. And it's, it's again, an interesting time because it just started, I would say, over the past like two months or so. So a month and a half, two months. So it's kind of like, you know, towards as summer is, is midsummer and then coming to an end. So when people are starting to get more serious about their job hunt, suddenly the job market is is, you know, getting Waiting. a little bit slower. Exactly. How does that compare to the last couple of years? Even let's maybe start first with like pre-pandemic, this kind of um, pattern, is it normal? Yeah. So no- nothing is normal anymore. <laughs> nothing is expected. Nothing is anticipated in the in the job market. Pre-pandemic, it was a really, it was a good market for, for job hunters. Salaries were really high. Um, then the pandemic struck and everything came to a screeching halt. The coronavirus outbreak has had a devastating impact on the jobs market, with more than 36 million Americans filing for unemployment since the coronavirus outbreak. Then I would say in summer of 2020 towards fall, so around this time, suddenly the companies just started hiring and then they start more companies started hiring. And then there became such an urgency to hire a lot of companies who had laid off talent or who had thought their business wasn't in a good position suddenly realized, oh my God, business is, is actually booming. And then we also had new companies that were morphing out of the pandemic or new positions that were being prioritized that hadn't been prioritized before because of the pandemic. So suddenly it just, the, the market blew up. And that's where we started hearing terms too about the great resignation. And there was just so much change because I think from also the, the job seeker perspective, as you know, there, there are so many reasons why I think there were a lot of people moving jobs. I think first and foremost, the pandemic gave people really time to do a lot of soul searching and self-reflection, and they realized that they weren't fulfilled in their role. You might be one of them, or at least it's a good chance that you at least know someone who has recently quit their job. A new report shows 40% of workers are considering leaving their jobs in the next three to six months. Will you succinctly define why the Great Resignation happened and then take that into where we are now? Yeah, so I think the Great Resignation happened for, for quite a lot of reasons. During that time, a lot of people in, in positions were starting to, to feel like they were needing to do some soul searching and realizing that maybe they were in a role that wasn't fulfilling for them. I think also it gave people a feeling of wanting to reinvent themselves, wanting to, to start something new, wanting to be a part of something that was more meaningful, bigger than themselves. And so where are we now? So we're at a place where there has been a lot of um, a lot of, of significant hiring being done. I think we are in a market that is kind of coming out of it being in the, the job seekers' hands. So where they had the power, they had the power to ask for whatever they, they wanted. They had the power to you know, feel empowered to negotiate for things that they might have never wanted to negotiate before. And so I think that we're starting, though, to see a shift from from job seekers having the the power to now it slowly going back to the employers. But I still I don't think that we'll ever go back to where we were. I think it's a different climate right now. I think in terms of 
just uh, how the pandemic changed and um, shook up the workforce, there are some lasting impacts that we will, you know, that, that are here and they're, that are here to stay. Really from the perspective of like the individual, will you talk me through some of those big lasting impacts of the pandemic on the workforce? What, what have we learned as the workforce that has empowered us? The individual worker has, is putting a value on work-life balance now more than ever. And they're seeing that there are companies out there that are putting their money where their mouth is, that are showing that they do also value work-life balance and want to create that type of environment for their employees. So I think seeing that and seeing that there were there are companies like that out there has really empowered people to, to, to demand that or to you know only look at companies that are offering that, um, that flexibility. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The pandemic had a huge impact on the power balance in the office. For the first time in a long time, the employee felt empowered to ask for what they need. Coming out of that shift, where are we now and what are we demanding? I think that's a fabulous foundation for like where we are. We're just, okay, great. What we know is that we're no longer at the point in the post-pandemic where the whole of the power lies with the employee, where there's all these jobs out there. We can go fight for the salary you want, but we're not totally back to where we were before, which was you better keep your job or you better not ask for too much money because they'll fire you in place really quickly. That is a incredibly simplified way to describe the market. Knowing that we want to be a little bit careful, how do we move forward? So I would advise staying in your role while you're looking for a new position, which of course is is easier said than done. And especially I've seen some interview processes be incredibly long and drawn out. It's, it's about being more strategic and it's understanding that things are probably not going to move as quickly as they did even just a month ago or two months ago. That interview processes may take some time, even if it is the fall when when typically it is a very hot job market. Like we keep hearing from clients that, you know, they want to see what's happening before they pull the trigger on a hire. So I, I definitely think the individual job seeker needs to be patient. I think it's really critical to have several things going on at once, to be able to also compare the opportunities, which I, I always recommend anyway, but especially if you are really looking to to make a move and move as quickly as possible. I would say also don't bank on one way of approaching the job hunt. I think reaching out and, and utilizing their their network, their their family networks, their personal network, asking family friends if if they are hiring. But I've seen some posts like on um, some Instagram accounts that I follow where they'll list, like they'll ask people to submit jobs, companies that are hiring now, mm. and they will list those. And it's just about yeah, just keep keep going. I think yeah. just don't don't give up if if you're not seeing 
the results that you saw of maybe your friends who were looking for a job a few months ago and you saw it move so quickly, don't, first of all, don't take it personally. Don't feel like it is something you're doing wrong. Just understand that it is the market, but keep, keep going because there are opportunities. Yeah. And any tips for people who are starting this process, like common mistakes you see, what people don't do right with their resumes, what they don't do right with their communication, what they don't do right with their current employers? Let's start with, with resumes. I think that I always know when I see a resume that was from one of those like resume services or something like that. So usually I would say I would be very wary of those. I think they charge a premium and honestly, it's hurting you ultimately because a lot of the ones that I see look very antiquated, very outdated and just very jargony. And I think you really like the the, the modern ways, keeping your resume as simple as possible. My favorite resource and, and everyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Canva. They have some incredible resume templates that are just super simple easy to use. I think there are some very bad templates in Canva. I think that I, yeah. I gravitate towards the very simple ones. Don't need to have a photo. I think, you know, just, but there are some really good, like simple, clean Canva resume templates. What about, you know, cover letters or how they position themselves in conversation? Yeah. I feel like there is a perception that being eager and showing how eager you are about an opportunity is going to help you get the job. But on the flip side, I've definitely seen people and even people that we're interviewing with our company and um, we're very interested who just come off too eager. We literally had a client reject somebody because they, they sent them this whole lengthy, like a three-page note of why they were interested in the opportunity. So, uh, you know, there, there, there is, I think, a level of being too eager. I think you can, you know, feel, feel comfortable checking in if you haven't heard anything, but I wouldn't do it more than once or twice. And then, you know, what's your advice for people that feel frustrated in their current job that are really ready for change? And like for a myriad of reasons, the right opportunity hasn't arisen yet. I was referencing earlier, there are so many new opportunities out there that have morphed from the pandemic or just over time, new types of career paths have emerged that people might not even realize, oh, this is a role. This is a career that you can that you can have. So it's really about just getting out there, having conversations, playing around on LinkedIn, looking at different titles, like looking into what people are doing in those, like under those types of, under those title and those roles. It's, you know, having conversations with friends and really honing in on what is the day-to-day of your job. So I think it's really, really critical for people to understand and, and to learn what exists out there because there's so many incredible and unique opportunities that you might not even realize um, is a is a job. But what about staying focused in your current job? So you're checked out, you're ready to move on. There's this thing called quiet quitting. The whole idea of quiet quitting is that people are like, all right, well, I'm going to sit here and do the bare minimum while I wait for what's next. What's your take on that? So I think that in my opinion, and as, a, as a, a, a business owner and the type of employees that I like to see, I want people that want to go above and beyond, that, that care to go above and beyond, that want to take initiative, that want to be super proactive, that, that, that like that type of opportunity where they don't just have to do the, the bare minimum to get by, but that want to see the opportunities and the areas where they could help grow and make an impact and make a change. I think that even if you are checked out of your current employer, the world is very small. For all you know, like your current employer might know somebody at another company that you're interviewing at or down the line, even in a few years later, they might be working. Your, your 
previous boss might be working at a company that suddenly you want to interview with. So you always want to maintain your reputation. You always want to maintain the quality of your work because that follows you around anywhere you go. I very quickly realized, especially in, in my career field, how small the world is and especially, you know, certain bubbles or, or pockets of industry. Yeah, that's great. All right. So speaking of client quitting or maybe just how you behave in your current job, where do you think you should start if you are at a current, you know, with your employer, you're ready for a change? And how do you think employers are responding to employees looking to excel right now? Do you think it's going to be hard to get a promotion in the coming months? How do you kind of channel your energy at the end of the summer to make sure you get what you're looking for at your current job? Definitely, we're going to see fewer promotions right now, just for the same reason why we're seeing less hiring happening right now or things getting put on hold just because of of that uncertainty. It's definitely a difficult conversation to have. I wouldn't necessarily initially lead with like, I'm going to have to look elsewhere. You want them, especially when you're initially asking for it, to think that you're fully invested, that you're you're in it for the long run, that you want you want to stay, that you're ready to, you know, do 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 what it takes and and to be a, a, a valued employee. I think just having that conversation and showing how serious you are that you came prepared it goes a really long way. I think a lot of people will just ask for a promotion and and just say, well, I've been here for so long, for you know five years, so I think I deserve it. But that doesn't mean anything. Ultimately, it's really about who you are and the caliber of your work. And I would also say, really look at yourself and make sure that you really think that you deserve a promotion and not just because you want it or because you need the extra money, but really do it because you feel like you deserve it. What if you feel like you deserve it, you know, you're working your butt off, you've gone above and beyond, and your employer is taking you for granted? Then I think it's time to get the hell out of there. <laughs> but seriously, I, I do. I think that there are still incredible jobs out there. There's still plenty of companies hiring. It's going to come back, bounce back. Um, it's just a matter of time. I would say just get started, you know, start having conversations, start putting some feelers out there, start learning what's, what's out there. This summer, the world really felt like it was finally opening back up. And a lot of us lived it up as a result, spending time traveling, seeing family, and just, you know, going out. How do we shift back into a focused mindset while maintaining some semblance of the balance that we found? The last scenario I want to talk talk through is what if I just had a summer, I enjoyed it, I like my job, but I just can't find the motivation to get back into my work mindset. Any tips there? I've definitely spoken to a to a few people, and it's it's been a, a very common topic of, of this idea of burnout. I don't know if this makes people feel better, but I think collectively, no, you're not alone. That a lot of people are feeling this way, and that there's a huge potential that your your boss or your manager is feeling the same way too. And so I think if you feel comfortable, and if you do have this type of relationship with them, which you know my hope is that people are at places where they do have a very comfortable relationship with with their leaders, having that conversation, being transparent, saying, I am invested, I, I, I care about this business. Right now, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit burnt out. Maybe there are some things that I can can change in my role or, or try something new. If you are able to maybe hire a support person to help you to do kind of some of the more nitty gritty tasks, and then you can freeze you up to be more strategic. And especially if you are, you know, in, in a more senior role, you hopefully will have that ability to to, um, you know, have a say in, in, in that. And I think so just, you know, really giving yourself that, that time off. I've, uh, for me personally, when I've, I've even taken just a week and I've made sure to like check out, like turning off all emails, turning off, you know, no notifications of Slack or anything that has, has gone such a long way to be able to like fully check out and then come back and, and feel, 
feel re-energized. Yeah. And I think it's, it is maybe, you know, there, there's some new projects that you can take on that get you excited. I think it's all about getting re-excited in your role, remembering like why you love what you do. If you feel like you're just consistently burning out, you're not feeling motivated, you're making changes and nothing is happening, then it's, it's most likely time to, to start looking somewhere else. And you can absolutely hit me up if, if that's the case. New jobs and new careers pop up all the time. Sometimes you might have to wait a little bit for that next job, and sometimes you might get recruited and start right away. But I think what it really comes down to is that if you're unhappy, think about the things that make you happy, that bring you joy, and start to carve out or explore the career where you might be able to do a little bit more of that. Employees have decided that we're prioritizing work that really fulfills us, and we're trying to make more time for our family, for our friends, and for our passions. And you know what? Our employers are just going to have to contend with that. On today's show, you heard me in conversation with Jillian Williams. This episode was scripted in part by Haley Pascalides and produced by Taylor Camille, Abby Stone, and myself, Ella Dove, along with many other hands and brains at Well and Good. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. Mixing and scoring by our friends at Edit Audio, and our theme music was created by Madeline Lukomsky and Nat Dynamenico. Our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette.